The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. But the end dogs smell, dude. Cats don't smell. No, they don't. And they clean themselves. You have to clean a dog. Wash them. And you could put some other little sneaky snacks in there, like yeah. Ollie. Do you like snacks at all? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told you about it, and you said, no, I'm going to sack him in my family. I'm busy. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Why do you sound like Cartman? <laughs> dude, that was sweet. <laughs> no, dude, I'm going to sack him in my family. Haggerty DriveShare is the coolest online car sharing platform around. Renters can find special cars that bring out the awesome in every moment while owners list their rad rides for an extra cash to fund their passion. Browse, choose, and cruise at driveshare.com or download the app. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome, part of the Haggerty Podcast Network. My name is Warren. I am Lane. This is Ali. Nice. Art will join us once again, we promise. At some point in time. He couldn't make it tonight. He's just not quite back 100%. But don't you worry, he's not leaving us forever. Um, I think last week I said something about he's he's uh, he's gone. What did I say? I don't know what you said last week. I said something that was a little bit morbid, but I, I didn't mean what it. What was last week? I don't even know. That was pretty sad. What is today? What is? What is? Um, Nick is texting about uh, if we're recording. This. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nick. Hello. We're recording. Hi. Um... Is he our first Colin? Like I wish we Colin? had. I wish we had Colin. Colin options. Remember, we used to play recorded messages on we early a, shows. We had a phone number; people could call in, and then we could play it or at least answer the questions. We, I know that. no, we played them a couple of times. Yeah, I think. I think it was a Brian thing. We had like cords everywhere and a little like yeah couple. We could do boxes. that with this road thing. We did phone calls before. Remember the the yeah. Zoom recorder thing, like Bluetooths into your phone? Yeah. Well, we did phone calls. We can do phones on this. We did phone calls before Zoom was a thing, before the pandemic. And now yeah. it's way easier. Yeah. Although we still, at that point, if someone calls in, we have to record their audio off the Zoom. No, now we can do it off this it's board. It's all, all that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know how. Okay. Good times. I'm sure we could look it up on YouTube and find out in 10 seconds. But then we have no video for that person. True. And they sound like whatever they're talking into. Yeah. Anyhow, it's good times. It's really good times. Ali, thanks for filling in again. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you too through really two you. mic stands. <laughs> can't really see you too well. Some cables and stuff. Yeah, I know. At least I have a clear view of Lane. Yeah. God. I don't see Ali enough. You know what? I... uh Jesus. Forgot to put a belt on today. Oh, uh, what? I always say like I don't really trust someone without a belt. Well, yeah, makes sense, right? Right. If the, shoe, if the belt fits or doesn't fit, <laughs> I guess I'll just wait. What? Go take my own life. Oh wait, I don't have a belt to use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, you don't wear pants that need belts, right? You're just a sweatpants no, 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 guy. Joggers all the time. Joggers. Lululemon in the house. Lululemon you go for the most expensive too, right? You're like, if that's 50 bucks, it's not expensive enough. I don't look at the price. I look at what it offers to I me. I don't buy that at all. Uh-huh. Lane, are you wearing joggers? Yeah, yeah, full on. <laughs> Straight up, dude. I'm kind of converted. Do you sleep in those jeans? Uh, no, I don't. I sleep in boxers <laughs> usually. Do you wear a belt yeah. though? Yeah, oh, when I sleep only. <laughs> Does it do any good? I mean, it helps sometimes. Keeps your 
sheets up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doesn't wear around his waist. I wear a belt every day that I wear jeans. I do most too. Days. But do you switch around? Well, you don't really wear shorts. See, my problem is I switch from pants to shorts and I have I use the same belt. I use the same belt too when I wear shorts. I have a good belt and I have one that's like, eh, not that good. Uh-huh. It's like a backup belt. How about you? I'm not a belt type of a person. But if I wear yeah. sporty shorts, I don't have a belt. Sporty shorties? You know, like uh like, some eyes? like uh you know. You know those kind of shorts. Yeah, well, that don't Adidas have Adidas or something or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll wear the it's like a elastic belt loop thing that goes between a few of the belt loops and kind of like What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a weird flexible belt. Yeah, it's for sex. Is that what it is? <laughs> no? No. Oh, that no. it straps into your sex swing and then you're pretty good to go. It's like a st- stirrups or whatever harness i'm not allowed to talk about that out loud <laughs> out loud <laughs> just <laughs> silently <laughs> only silently or you email people about it <laughs> yeah 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 i get uh, so many gnarly emails <laughs> our slack is just full oh my god yeah. i can imagine you yeah. have the retention set for like three days because it's so dirty yeah it's good 30 stuff. seconds no, he doesn't know how to <laughs> 30 use. seconds ali doesn't know how to use slack oh yeah. really no. I, I think i figured it out though yeah hmm. uh, we'll see um well, here we are once again. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Should I get right into it? Yeah, let's any... get into the questions. Okay, let's do it. You know let's what? Let's do, do it. it. Hey, guys, we're going to do it, all right? Oh, are we going to do any project car updates? Mm, we can yeah. do that. Yeah, we are. Okay. By the way, two of them are sitting over our shoulders. Your car is there. Your car is here. And your wheels are there. My wheels are here. You can't see them on camera. Are, are the think. new cats in your car? Meow. No, they're right over there. I see them. They just need to get welded in. Yeah. We need to do some work. I had a okay. nightmare. It was a dream, but it turns out it was probably a nightmare that I did the rally, which is coming up December 2nd through the 4th, Yeah, uh, in my station wagon, and it was really sad. I, I had a visual image of me pulling up to one of like the regroups Bummer. in my Mercedes wagon, and I was like, that's so depressing, you know? It'd be like you and your Polestar. Yeah, that would not be great. It'd be super lame. And, you know, there's a very strong chance that I take the e30 because i've never really driven this car any great distance so uh-huh. i could get into it and all of a sudden it needs who knows what but um and i don't really want to shake it down on the rally i'm not brian here you know what i mean but yeah yeah, yeah. you don't feel like not being part of the rally no i'd like to complete the rally and have fun and not be like worried or think the car needs some other stuff because it's a well-kept car but it also hasn't been driven the way that we drive mm-hmm. our cars on these events yeah, um, you'll find you'll find new problems. There's I definitely know. teething issues with something like that. That's kind of like my 911, where it's like, yeah, it's a car that's been driven 300 miles a, a year for 10 years for the last 15 years. Yeah, and driven one way. Yeah, exactly. So you get in it and you're like, South. oh, sure, sexy, North. sexy. Style. I didn't say yeah. One Direction. Oh, I love that band. So good. It's really good. Yeah, the yeah, early yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, so cats, and His then you're refreshing the wheels good. and tires. No, just tires. Yeah, I'm throwing some Michelins on it, and uh, cats. Nice. Hopefully, it'll pass smog, and then I can actually go drive it. But we're coming up here on a, it's a month away. Yeah, you know, this Friday is one month from the start of the rally. So, and we're talking project updates right yeah, now. I see six hours worth of work. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying that it's once it's get done, once it's done, yeah, that's then you got to drive it for a couple have to weeks. Drive it and like actually feel it out. Yeah. So. And, you know, there's stuff coming up that's I'm out of town two weekends in a row and yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden it'll be here. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's yep. how it goes. Yeah, Radwood, Radwood. SoCal is coming up. Atlanta and SoCal back to back. Uh, is this the 15th? 
SoCal is the 19th. 19th. November Sorry, 19th. 19th. And you guys are going to SEMA next weekend? Going to yeah. SEMA. Yep. Yeah, so Escort is here. Not done. Uh, not in a time crunch for it. 2002 is down in LA, actually, oh. at Candela Exhaust, getting the... Uh, they did the whole tuned header and exhaust thing on the car. I thought you had a Kugelworks set up. Kugelworks basically is working with Candela oh, to okay. build everything. Okay. So Candela is like the production house, but they do like really high-end exhaust for all kinds of different cars. So Forrest basically farmed the workout to Dragos in, in Southern California. They built the exhaust. It's a little bit loose. The hangers can't kind of came apart. So he's rebuilding everything. And then I'm flying to SEMA Monday night, think uh, Halloween evening, like late after the kids go to bed. Okay. Um, it's SEMA on Monday and Tuesday. And then Tuesday night I fly to Los Angeles because I have a meeting. SEMA wait, doesn't wait. start till Tuesday. You're flying Monday night. Right, so You're talking Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday night I fly to LA. Thursday I have a meeting in LA. Wednesday night when I land in LA, I'm just going to Uber to Candela and pick up my 2002. And I'll have my 2002 down there for the week that I'll be down there working. Um, yeah. And then Wasn't there a BMW bring. thing on the weekend? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. SoCal Vintage, a big BMW show that I've never been to in Southern California, is also that weekend. So that's the main reason I sent my 2002 yes. down there. Yes. I think yes. Lane was saying that we should go to that. Yeah. You guys are more than welcome, and I no, have a no. hotel and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more of like a, you know, we should go to that. Um, you've never been. I'm confused. Uh, no, I have not. That's surprising I'm confused too, Ali. I don't know what we means. You know. Forrest is going to be there. We. That's good. Um, yeah. Forrest Seems and. like his folks, his peeps. Yeah, so he's going. Uh, I'll be down there. So we'll go Saturday morning, obviously. And I just don't know. I don't know if I'm going to keep my 2002 down there because I'm going back down a week later for another series of meetings and then Thanksgiving. So I'll be down there for two weeks. Are you you're doing Thanksgiving down south? Yeah. Uh. And so and then it's either I take my 2000, I leave my 2002 down there or drive the 2002 home and then take the target down there for Thanksgiving. Got it. My wife wants me to have the target down there because it's more comfortable. Yeah. It has air conditioning. Yeah, 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 for sure. Being in Do traffic too. All kids fit in the Targa. Yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they fit like fit. three or four years. Yeah, they fit. <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so you're a big fan of BMW CCA, no. and you're going to support Jesus. their activation. Wait, is that is that the BMW CCA thing? No, it's a it's it's like its own organization. SoCal Vintage is its oh, own thing. Oh. It's kind of. I was gonna say you might not make it out alive. <laughs> The, yeah, these guys are referring to a pretty gnarly post I made about <laughs> BMW Car Club of America and, and how I think they're not valid anymore. Um, Have they ever been? Yeah, they, they had, like, if you remember, in the 80s and 90s, especially, like, in that Radwood era, the, that BMW CCA was the biggest car club in the world. No, I get that. But and it like, had a lot of influence on, like, product. They, they're the ones that brought the E36 Lightweight over. They brought, like, the E36 M3. Like, they made it a thing here. I get the influence part of it. And, right? And I and appreciate like, they've that. they've lost all of that. They've lost the credibility. And, and anyways, go ahead. Well, maybe it's harder to work in the system nowadays that BMW is so huge. Back in the day, it was 
maybe they were still itching for a market share and yeah, but they lost out. their opportunity to to leverage that that influence when they had it. Yeah, I guess like maybe it's like a Santa Cruz thing, but there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of um, I don't know how to put it, but we don't like I don't think Lane and I are really dying to be in the PCA or BMWCCA mm. and no nobody kind of wants always, to be that's that's the whole thing is but that even I think back in the day car like, clubs suck in general yeah. like all the whole the whole structure like people are like writing me after that post oh you should join the board and like oh there's a board seat open I'll make sure I will definitely nominate you and vote for you and I'll, I'm like I don't think you guys understand the whole thing sucks like car clubs in general like but 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 that kind of doesn't that. Um, but they have an argument because you're like, oh, well, I don't want to be part of it. So, well, it's like that thing. Like, I wouldn't does be part of be any part club of that would have me. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but yeah. no, but it, it's it's not like it is a little bit hypocritical what I'm saying, obviously, yeah. because I'm saying like, but I think at the end of the day, my frustration is the fact that they have such an opportunity to do so many cool things and to BMW corporate is not doing, for example, what Porsche is doing, leveraging their history and their classic division and all of this stuff. BMW has arguably almost as much history as any other make in the world and they're not doing it. And so the next best thing, and BMW is not going to do it very easily because they're a privately held company. It's It's a whole but they have that yeah. rad clothing brand. <laughs> so that's cool. It's Puma. Um, but but then BMW CCA has access to all of this history. They have a museum. They have all of this shit. And so why aren't they leveraging that? The car shows that they put on suck. Like Legends of the Autobahn like pisses me off how much it sucks. It's so bad. And so like that's what makes me upset. It's not the fact that like, you know... I don't, you know, I don't like the people on the board of the car club or what. I don't even like the concept of a car club. Like, it's time to rethink it. And the fact that you have this many members and this much power and this much spending, like, the stupid fucking Or do they have power? Magazine, What's the power? It's not, like, real influence. They don't have influence. They just yeah. have power because they have this system in place that's generating a bunch of, generating a bunch of revenue, and they're just throwing it at stupid shit that people throw right in the trash bin, like magazines. Like, take that energy, take the entire team that is making magazines for you, fire all of them or repurpose all of them <laughs> take, and say... Take them? Well, no, take every them. dollar that's there and shore up all of the amazing creators that are sitting on YouTube doing E30 swaps and, like, building stuff out and build the community that way. You know what it almost sounds like is someone that has these ideas needs to be in a position of power. Oh, <laughs> no. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it no, kind of no, sounds no. like that. Yeah. No, no. I'm not even. I have. I I have my own position of power right now in my day job. And I'm, oh, you hear that? That's enough of that. But that is the thing. Like, like I think that's part of it. It's like if you like complain that like the club's all old white people. That's because those are the people that want to be in that cl- a yeah. club like that. Yeah. Right. Like it's like that is literally like that's what they're into. That's what they're into is being yeah. old white people in a club and being like, oh, we're going to a board meeting, Susie. Come on, grab your. Uh, Business cards. Business cards, and then we're going to go on a drive to a winery. Drive straight home on a Sunday, and that's it. Yeah, no, I think this has kind of motivated me. Um, I was going to talk to Elaine and and you guys about this, but uh, I think we should do like a little pop-up 
car show thing in the afternoon of legends at like steven's shop at veloce media or whatever mm-hmm. and just do you guys are talking about leveraging the carmel trophy thing yeah we just do a carmel trophy pop-up yeah. and just choose some of the best cars from legends plus some of our friends cars and just do like a little random pop-up show but we've been talking about doing heavy that. influence water-cooled volkswagens heavy influence from japanese cars the stuff that's really like always un- underrepresented during car week, bring it all out. I like it. We've been talking about doing a cars and coffee for DWA, but everyone's spread so thin that it's hard to find the time. Yeah. Because I mean, that's kind of, especially yeah. now you guys are, well, but that is a cool idea. It's basically like a curated uh, rather than a car, rather than a cars and coffee. It's a DWA. It could be like more of a car show Yeah, where it's like really curated. Exactly. And you, it, it's, hard to get people to commit to that week for whatever reason you think that it's everyone's there and doing it but they're spread so thin that yeah. everyone's got their own fragmented yeah but schedules. that's okay i can even if you do so if you do with the first like lift was kind of done perfectly where it was like just a few friends with some really high quality cars i have enough friends to fill steven's parking lot with like cool cars yeah i think if you're looking at just on a that thursday space. afternoon after legends like i say hey so and so like my 10 best cars from legends plus a couple of like random cars that we have in our community just show up in the parking lot and we'll set it up and i'll have a taco truck Let's yeah, do it. yeah 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 Let's do that it. sounds fun carmel trophy invitational mm-hmm. more to come super um, exclusive until then how about we answer some questions huh yeah Let's go for it Let's do it man 16 minutes in adam clicks says i'm probably too late no adam first question but dog or cat why Kitty cat. Hey, kitty. We have two cats, and they are both a pain in the ass, and I'm leaning dog. Whoa. They just are always hungry, always want to go out, always want to come back in, always just. Oh, your cats are indoor-outdoor cats? They're indoor-outdoor. Hmm. And we don't have a door that allows them to go outside from the house because that would allow raccoons and possums and stuff in. Yeah. So we have to open the door for them, and then it like... How's that different from a dog, though? Yeah. Well, because dogs you take on walks, and they're kind of like... Yeah, but that means you have to actually like go on the walk. Which is not bad. That's a good thing. Okay. I enjoy my I enjoy my 6.45 a.m. walk every morning with Mario. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Take little Mario out there, 6.45? Every morning, 6.45. How far it, do Mario you go? needs to go like, like two houses, and he's... He, yeah. We do a little neighborhood block. One block. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. Sorry, it's... Like a long block, do a big square out of a long block yeah. in the neighborhood. Pull a little circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Squirkle. You got a cat? I have a cat. I like my cat. How dude. often do you walk your cat? Never walk my cat. It's actually, we have an indoor cat, but he just gets out every day. <laughs> I don't think that's an indoor cat. So I don't have to like deal with letting my cat out. But does he like scratch at the door to get out? No. And does he have an indoor litter box? Yes. See, that's not great either because you have like, both things to deal with right like what have him give, come back at the end of the day well i'm saying he gets out every day I mean, get easy out every answer day, is but dog let's go he gets out time. he gets out a lot no, because of the, pain in the ass too. but um i like having a cat he's like he's pretty mellow he doesn't mess with me he um <laughs> he's kind of scared of me but then every once in a while i feed him and he like he'll like me um <laughs> the child that lane's always wanted. he's cool he just chills he's really <laughs> yeah. mellow i pick him up put him on phoebe's bed to sleep and he just 
loves Phoebe and follows her around that's, everywhere. That's He's good. super cool. Dogs are cool, but they are like way more work, dude. I Cats like- are so easy. You leave for we leave on a trip for like two, three, two days. We can just put a lot of food. <laughs> He's totally cool, dude. <laughs> What about the litter box overflowing or anything like that? Overflow. He's a little tiny cat, dude. Kitty cat. Kitty cat. Yeah, he's a little kitty cat. Our cat would. Our cats would just eat themselves to death. Oh, our cat's like you've seen our cat. Yeah, he's a super skinny, skinny little, little guy, thing. dude. Yeah, and I swear nice, he eats dude. ton. But um, yeah, and then we've. I've never personally. No, I had a dog when I was a kid, old English sheepdog, uh, named Lovey. Sweet, but. I haven't owned, I've, uh, as like an adult or old, you know, teen, I never had a dog, but my, I live with my brother who had a bloodhound. Oh yeah. Banjo. And a banjo, 130 pound bloodhound. Um, and, and he bought him, you know, he got him when he was three months old or something like that. So he was a little puppy. Um, and so, and I lived with Shane the whole time and that was, I would never, like, it sucked, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's a rad dog. He's so nice and everything, but you have to go on walks. It's like, and then he has like medical issues, and there's the cancer and you know the tumors, too, and that people like, don't think about much is other dogs, dude. When he you're with he got bit three times by little tiny dogs like Mario, bigger than Mario. Mario wouldn't do shit, but it's true. But bi- biting, biting Mario's his big old ears, yeah. And then he'd have them sewn up. Flop dog millionaire, dude. Yeah. All right, it's tough. Dogs, but, dogs are cool, but the, and dogs smell, dude. They do they smell? Right. Cats don't smell. Oh, no, they don't. All right, and they clean themselves. You have to clean a dog. Yeah, wash them. Groom Car. buggy. This guy's, oh, this guy's it out. yeah, yeah, yeah. The tech option. Uh, Ofuks nine eleven says, when driving into or out of a car meet, what's your face look like? Smiling at people, waving, serious look. Whoa. Smiles for miles, bro. Uh, I'm smiles trying to think. For miles. I keep it pretty chill, you know. I keep it pretty cool. I'm like, we're, I'm like, peace out. <laughs> peace out, yeah. Peace out, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I flip everyone off. Yeah, and I burn, burn rubber. Hell yeah, dude. As hard as I can. Straight party animal. A typical driver says, rally prep time. What is your must-have item to bring on a rally? Specific tool, quart of oil, favorite T-shirt. Besides beef jerky, of course. Second... What is one thing you wish you had on a past rally that you needed? I just realized our um, overhead lights are really bright because they're like, yeah, it's like I'm staring at the sun and we don't have our fill lights on. So you're in shadow. I'm probably in shadow. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, What, what is, what was, what's the best thing to bring on a rally and what's something we failed to bring on one that you missed? I missed a clutch pedal on the last rally. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's hard to bring, but uh, I didn't really want for much in my rally couch. I had a new M5, and it was glorious. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think it needs the past rally. It's no, past rallies, right? Or is it? On a past rally, Okay, right. okay. Um, air conditioning? <laughs> oh, that's a nice thing to bring. I, I forgot it. Like, I forgot I it. Think it's every rally. time. Yeah. Uh I think something I forgot on the past rally that would have been easy would have been a distributor cap and rotor. Oh, oh that was yeah. An escort. Good spare. Good yeah. spare to have. Easy to pack, like lightweight. Uh, and then the thing that I will never do a rally without is a portable compressor and a tire plug kit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Good call. Um, I, on one of the Sierra rallies, it was like 100 degrees. Uh, 
Sierra Rally before last. And a bunch of people were smart, and they brought little coolers for just the, you know, put behind the, the front seat in the little area. Yeah. And that I really was bummed I didn't have that on that rally. Just to have some, like, somewhat cold drinks, even if they're, like, not freezing. Especially but like, you. You crush drinks. You need dude, a fucking 12-pack of LaCroix for the LaCroix boys. for the boys, dude. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. Just and you could put some other little snicky snacks in there, like yep. Ali. Do you like snacks at all? I do. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is like. <laughs> he's been eating the entire like, time. I do. <laughs> I do. And he's an open. No, no, no. I do. Uh, I do the cooler thing in the passenger seat too. Definitely. So good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think I, I do need a to invest Yeti like soft sided cooler. I was so just gonna say. I think like... I need to invest in a soft sided cooler. Yeah. Oh, and then Yeti, on the last um, CRR. That we did when we went Paso. to Paso. Yeah. I did not bring a jacket. Well, you're just an idiot. And <laughs> that was a very bad move on my part. So just every driver's weird. morning, By the meeting, way, I was just freezing. For dude. the listeners and viewers, it was December. Yeah. Yeah. And it was freezing. <laughs> yes. It was icy in the mornings. And I was cold not having a jacket. God, I can't even hang. It was like really miserable, dude. You've done that a few times where you're like. And, and at night, too. Like, I, th- I was like, oh. Yeah. The hottest trip ever doesn't bring shorts. The coldest trip ever, Did no you guys jacket. Release the hotels and everything for yeah. 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 <laughs> I emailed you and I put it on Patreon. Jesus Christ! I need to book. Can you please make yeah, sure I book sure. my? Hotel. You're fine. You're fine. It's like yeah, it's all good. Um, Sweet Boy Products says, when you were in high school, what was the coolest car in the parking lot? We've talked about this before, but. Uh, Mine was... Is Sweet Boy who sent us those cool logbooks? Yeah, those yeah, journals. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sweet Boy. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks little Sweet Boy. <laughs> you cute little guy. Uh, his logo is kind of like the Pringles man. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Little Sweet Boy right there. Ollie, are you passing out from Glucose? What is that? <laughs> check out Sweet Boy Automotive Store on Instagram, Sweet Boy Products. Um, Chris Ramsey had a uh, 1961... Impala bubble top. It was white yeah, with red. Was, that thing was awesome. Red coves or whatever they call the stripes. And it not only was it a really cool looking car and rare and unique, it was one of the fastest cars in town. So manual transmission could drag race at four. Dave's Kudo well. was sick too. Dave's Kudo was super cool, but I mean, if I had to pick between the two, there's yeah, yeah. not much of a competition there. So that was mine. 61 Impala bubble top. Mm-hmm. Forest Nova was pretty rad too. Yes. There were, in my school, there were four cars that, like, everybody talked about. One was the photography teacher's... Uh, if you want to just pick one, that'd be good. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. As Warren said, two. Okay. I said... No, you said Dave's Barracuda was That's cool. It's a really nice Toyota 4Runner that he built out. Super nice, whatever. Um, there was a was 64, like a I think it was, 64, 65 GTO convertible lowrider. Oh. Okay. Weird yeah. choice for a low rider, but okay. It was nice. It was a weird choice, but it did giant burnouts because the little 13-inch tires. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> 13 three twos, running three twos. Or what? By the way, very, very white young man driving it. <laughs> <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't an old boy? Uh, this, was a, this was a school of mainly white people. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Caucasians like Caucasians, yourself. Caucasians. Caucasians. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Rick, had this car that he built with his dad, who was a hot rod builder, and it was a 67 Chevelle with a big block that 
like they specifically built to win burnout contests. It was and it was beautiful. That was the nicest car, but the coolest car, the one that I was in love with the most, was an extended cab, like eighty-seven ish Toyota truck with a tandem rear axle, with the like totally like crazy rad like mini truck graphics and like oh, speakers I've... in the bed and like wow. that whole thing That's it was cool. white with like pink and blue graphics like splash graphics on the side yeah yeah camper shelf bed was full of speakers sounds pretty tight yeah i like it and then i went to a different school in warren and uh our friend mark christie had a 68 911 jeff had a tr3a whittle um, it down to one would be uh, forrest crowell had an e30 m3 that's nice Anything and then else? uh yeah john Ritchie had a 57 chevy that's cool um this is the marvin school. christie had a 69 camaro john bullock had a 65 yeah, gto coolest, coolest. <laughs> i don't know dude there was a bunch of Anything i mean there cool was just junior a, high huh <laughs> yeah really yeah there was oh, a, the cool the, sorry the coolest that car in high school by far was our science teacher was this little old lady that raced 356s all right that's really she cool. never brought any porsches to work but she oh, had well, picture or to, to school but I, I it's like not this. at school I mean, you saw pictures and it's a teacher's car i know <laughs> you can't go teachers, dude. anyways one time my friend's dad came to pick us up okay next question please thank you okay that's it um, I don't have an answer for this next one, but maybe you guys do. Ben Rogat says, what's your favorite automotive conspiracy theory? Oh, I have one. Okay, go. The fact that the LFA has to have a digital oh, screen. Oh, yeah. It has to have a digital screen because needles can't move fast But that's not a conspiracy theory. That's a... It's, that's a, a, it's a Jeremy Clarkson. It's a Jeremy Clarkson, it just like, Jeremy, it fact. Was, Lexus never said that. Yeah. It was just Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Okay. So, that's there. stupid. Do you have one? conspiracy theory that would be like um oh, the they, oh like that's like i don't know the story of the ev1 i yeah. don't care about that car yeah, killed yeah, the yeah. electric car yeah, oh, that's a yeah, good story. yeah 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 <laughs> what about racing there's like a lot of racing conspiracies you know like rules that were made for certain cars or to kick cars yeah. out and stuff F1, like that one like making rules for ferrari yeah yeah there's also like a porsche never putting a powerful engine in the other cars because they don't want to beat the 911 or whatever. But is that, is that a conspiracy theory? I don't know. Uh, seems like just fact. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just kind of well, how they geared yeah. the GT4 to be exactly in between the GT3 and... And the, they wouldn't put LSD and LSDs in their, like, yeah. mid-engine cars because they want to be faster. I don't know. I don't know any... Consp- he's There's probably some good ones, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, MIG underscore great motoring says will there ever be track days while awesome for grassroots peeps okay we've tried to crack this net a few different ways it takes time and uh we i don't want to say complicated i don't want to say no i really would love to add that to our repertoire but right now it's hard it's very difficult it takes a lot of time i I was almost there with the retro sporting thing but it just the partner that that we were trying to do it with was just the wrong type of partner for this culture for this community so um it, it it is it just takes you have to kind of get together with like a a hooked on driving or an organization that's already doing track days that already has everything in in play and then figure out how to get the occasional run group once a year at one of their events yeah. to build some credibility do that a few times and then 
always, always be sold out on the run group. And if you're sold out every single time on the run group, you'll get more track time. What would be your car you would take right now if you're going to do a track day? Like if the Escort was completely, you know, dialed. And I would take the Escort for sure, okay. just because I want to learn how to drive it. Yeah. Um, and if I had the brakes done on the 2002, I would take the 2002. Because we've been offered track days up at Sonoma with friends that had a pretty good access and a lot of room on the run group. Essentially, it'd be like our private run group. Yeah. And we just haven't gotten our stuff together to make it happen. Let me so. know in the next time you're offered something like that. And depending on the timing, I could probably help arrange. I feel like you were in on that conversation. Maybe not. Maybe that Maybe was on not. that other chat. That was a different. I don't know. Okay. Um, Richard Chen says, stereotyping time. What brand, make, or model has had the biggest change in the kinds of people who own them? I have one. Alfa Romeo. Oh, yeah. It used to be a kind of a quirky motorsport inspired buyer who was making a choice out of like kind of a high strung Italian machine. It was probably a guy or girl that was into Formula One, watched all this stuff, like had leather driving gloves. Had to travel to Europe. Travel to Europe, and they really liked them when they were in Italy or something like that. And And you were making a choice outside of the norm. It wasn't the most logical choice. It wasn't the cheapest choice. Still not. Still not. But, um, now their product offering is like they have one performance car really other than i guess they make a stelvio that has do they make the 4c still oh i was thinking the uh oh you're talking about the quadrifolio quadrifolio thing but uh the julia um but anyways i i think now it's like i don't even know the buyer like what what is a buyer of a modern alpha it's a strange choice i don't know it's you just it's one. it's like the M three buyer that wants to be different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Aston Martin buyer on a budget. You know, yeah. they want to be outside the box. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I don't even know if they would be aware of the history of the company at all. You know, a Julia buyer or a Stelvio buyer, like it's just a car that looks cool. You yeah. know, I, I the M three buyer that's buying the Stelvio or whatever, totally. Yeah, or the Macan buyer that's mm-hmm. getting into a Stelvio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't have a, a great answer because, like, if you think about the type of person that, man, think about Mercedes maybe, but it's the same kind of people. I kind of think the same, like, like, even Cadillac. You think, like, you think about car companies that have changed so much. I think Subaru. Yeah. I think if Subaru's you, a, if you go far one. enough back, you're like, Subaru is the most quirky, weird car thing, you know, like, you're almost like a sob buyer, right? In a lot of ways, you're Back a sob person. And now it's just straight up like middle. It's like it's it's granola still a little bit, but it, it kind of isn't. It's just like any mom, any, you and know. And now it's like Consumer Reports number one. Yeah, it's like crossover. a person that was buying a Camry before or, yeah. or, you know, a Honda Accord or something like that. That's a good one. Yeah, what about something like Volvo where it used to be just the nerdiest professor? It was very... Like, it was kind very Santa Cruz. Quirky Santa Cruz, yeah. Seattle kind of person. And now it's like they're almost tech heavy. Yeah, I don't even know what the market who the market is I for know. Volvo. I now. feel like it's just has it's lost that Rolls Royce, maybe. Mm, it's not not to, the same buyer, it's just ultra like rich people from harder like to quantify old because of rich white dudes and now it's like all like old rich Chinese people. Persian old dudes. rich Middle Eastern and hip hop people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I think they're young rich Middle East I don't know. Yeah, no, that's uh, the, it's a good thought-provoking question, Richard, and we don't have a good 
answer. I have really good answers. Um, what? <laughs> uh, then like Acura, you know, like Acura used to be sort of like a younger, yuppie-ish kind of first good car that someone would buy. And now it feels like sort of a boring brand in some ways. And then, whoa, what, yeah, is that a I Buick? Acura is like a fallback car. Now it is. It's like the car you're like, oh, they have a good lease deal. And I heard yeah. that thing's all right. Although I saw the new A-type, or A-spec, what do they call it, A-spec? A-spec is a thing. Sedan, whatever sedan. <laughs> whatever <laughs> sedan it was. Okay. ILX? I don't know. Didn't we drive one? No, we drove the SUV. I don't know. Anyways, look good. Yeah, they look pretty good. Look, yeah. look not bad. Uh, Yeah, they do look pretty good. Reg Tanj says, though there were some variety, it was obvious that Porsche was the most represented brand in the last cars and coffee I went to here in Virginia. In your opinion, is the brand, or the 911 for that matter, overplayed? And seeing so many Porsches on the road, does it lessen its appeal to you, excluding Warren? <laughs> Side note, I was quite ecstatic to be one of only two Corrado owners that day. What? So, by the way, you're speaking to two 911 owners here. Wait a second. Where, where is he? Virginia. Virginia. So you think it's bad there, come to California, to a Cars and Coffee, first of all. Or a rally. Uh, or a rally. But I think there's so much variety that if it's an older 911, there's generally enough, like, there's enough special about every individual car to make it interesting. But maybe I'm just seeing it through my own lens. I don't know. I mean, you should see it through your own lens. I guess. Because you only I, have I one see, lens, bro. Yeah. But I, I could say the same thing about, like, 2002s. Like, every time I go to... The new class in cafe, there's at least a couple of new 2002s there and it looks exactly like the 2002 next to it, but I still like slow down and look at it and like, and yeah, yeah. So I think, I think when you, when you boil it down, there's like, there's only so many, uh, like enthusiast cars out there for like said purpose of like carving back roads, let's say. Mm -hmm. Um, and having, you know, it's like when we go to look for cars, you're kind of like, well, what am I actually like? You know, you're so my budget's this. Like, this how many cars are there that I'm actually going to look at, right? Yeah, and like, and the, the list is pretty short. And the reputation speaks for itself on rallies and yeah. on you know performance driving track days. They make a good car, and not without flaws. But yeah, and that being said, like, would I? Yeah, but what would I like to see more of? It's like you know, like if you look at like our morning motors events, let's say, yeah, Porsche's probably pretty dominant. I mean, I would like to see more vintagey Mercedes, but I don't know but how many. Good luck, like I know getting the fuel injection to work and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Water cooled Volkswagens. Yeah, water cooled Volkswagens. Yeah, I'm down with for sure. Yeah, like more GTIs, yeah, more yeah. Corrados, more Vanagons. Passats, That's like, all a product too of like Vanagons. Porsches of oh, like nine eleven, like is the best example, but always been expensive never really dipped below a certain price threshold always kept in nice condition survived right volkswagens they were yeah. taught they were i mean tossed. that's another they reason were, that there are so many 911s around and so many e30s and so many of these like kind of high watermark cars is because they're they last mm -hmm. and they're yeah. and they are special enough to where people want to make them last well i think that's the 911 is that it was cherished from day one for the most part, yeah, nine nine six aside, but basically they were special cars from the minute they were bought, and 
and they've kind of kept that yeah, way. Every single person that bought a 911 new was very proud of what they bought. Yeah. 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 And most of them survived, so. And they were probably in somewhat in an enthusiast, a car enthusiast. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, we don't want to see 100 911s at Morning Motors or on a rally. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. So variety is the spice of life. And yep, I'm glad yep, you have yep. a Corrado. Alex Dadel says, Ghostbusters 1 or Ghostbusters 2? Dude, I don't even remember 2. Two's yeah. the one where the painting comes alive and it's the gnarly dude and the lava in the ground one. and all that stuff. Or the but I don't remember. I just plasma don't remember in it. the ground. I, number one is awesome. Number, number one. one's awesome. I know. Number one has, I mean, Bill Murray with the whole shocking, yeah, the, ta- or, you know. Still or, Bill Murray in the two. I know, but that part, that scene, when you, when you're, when you're like introduced to him and he's doing the whole test with the guy and the girl and he's, the guy's getting all of them right and he's saying no and shocking him. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, it's dude. Good. I love it's it. Good. I love one. They're both yeah. pretty good. At first, when I read the question, I thought he was talking about the remakes, like the new, the all female oh, cast. Yeah. And actually, the one with Paul Rudd, the very latest one, is really good. But uh, yeah. yeah, that one's good. Um, I think it's all, one. All female ones, a little underrated, probably. I haven't seen it's it. Kind of watchable. I didn't see yeah. it. But I will say, two holds up pretty well. So give it a try. Okay. Lane. Okay. It Holly. is Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Ghosts. Actually, I was thinking of a uh, Ghostbusters. So it's not a Halloween movie. I don't think it's a Halloween movie, but I think I, it works. I looked up a thing of like best Halloween movies to watch, and that was on the list. Is it a I just don't consider movie? it a Halloween movie because of the marshmallow. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Um, oh, that was the worst scene in the new one, though. <laughs> oh God! When wanna... they're in the store and all the little marshmallows yeah, are coming like, alive, like creepy. Yeah. There you go. Do you think Ghostbusters one is uh, six year old appropriate? It's got some language. No, huh? like, no. It's a little dirty, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It's a little it, gnarly. It's not the, not the length. It's more it's like scariness. the scene with the, the ghouls and, you know, the that whole thing. Yeah. yeah the rooftop scene. The rooftop. Yeah. With yeah. Those, like, gargoyle things that run yeah, the dogs, yeah. gargoyle yeah. dogs. But in reality, it kind of, it's so not real looking or anything. It's like, I think it would probably be fine. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, living in van nostalgia asks when is it appropriate or expected to participate in a fun rally with the top down if you have a roadster or convertible i think anytime the sun's out there you know sun's out buns buns out out, yeah yeah i did one of the rallies in the targa and i had the top down as many moons as you as as buns were out dieter has an sl an r129 and uh i think it's perfect for that top down Mm -hmm. motoring that's right I mean, yeah, I would rock it any time the weather was good, right? The Volbro says, when it comes to owning multiple cars, at what number does it start being considered as excessive and can no longer be justified as practical? Asking for a friend. How do you define practical? I mean, practical is probably after <laughs> one car. <laughs> Sit up, this guy. He comes in for the mic drop this. Anyways, that's all I have to say. <laughs> but also this. Um, uh, no, anything, but like, I mean, what does that even mean? after like, like one car, right? Yeah, right. I mean, well, it, it, no, you, you can have like, I think you could have a daily and a fun car. That's that's fine. Still not practical, but yeah. No, it is. I mean, because your fun car wouldn't be practical if that's all you had. Uh, but your daily would be. Yeah, but that wouldn't be fun. I know. You have to. Have, you but could it's have use practical. Case. That's that's considered a totally normal and commonplace to have a fun car in addition to a commonplace. To some people, they to, would say it was to most yes. Americans. 
Um, now, if you're such in, as like Iraq, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're in, you know, uh, some other country, it may not be as practical, okay, like okay. Japan. So two cars, two cars is is fine. Now then, you're adding a beater car on the side, or maybe a truck, or maybe that's, you have like eight Volvos. That's not practical. Can't do that. Your neighbors will hate you. You're gonna cause a scene, and also do unto others, right? Mm-hmm. Now you think Volvos are cool and acceptable. Uh, maybe I'm using Volvos as the wrong example, but imagine if there's a dude who has just Firebirds, and there's like the beatdown. Pretty one cool guy. <laughs> Pretty cool guy. I want to know his hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this guy. All right, can we get to the next question, please? <laughs> How many cars? Two, man. Two. Two. How many do you have? Two. Next yeah. question. <laughs> I don't like them at all. Uh, Dia Diadobro. Dua Lipa? Dia Dobro. Dia Lupu? What's your least favorite grocery item to transport home from the store in your car? I bought a rotisserie chicken in the morning, and I know my car is Easy. going to be smelly the next time I get in it. There's only one answer. What? Lane, go ahead. I don't know, dude. Watermelon. <laughs> Wait, that's the worst? Because it's it rolling around? It's rolling around? all over the place, bro. Uh. Well, at least the rotisserie chicken, you have to get it in a bag. You can't just have it in the cart, the, yeah. the carton. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I need like accidents I've had. One time I had a carton of milk, uh, a gallon that's of milk, bad, yeah. and it had like milk scuzz from the shelf it came off of and i yeah. put it on like the seat i think it's not great there's milk scuzz nice, on my dude. seat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has that ever happened to you no you don't shop do you I, no <laughs> i mean dude i actually I went used, to whole foods the other day it was mm-hmm. the first time i had been in there maybe in the supermarket since like pre-pandemic what who yeah. are you <laughs> and i went in there and i was tripping out are you kidding me yeah <laughs> How do you not go shopping? I don't know. Like How do you it? All the time? Yeah. You never go and say, like, hey, I'm going to the store. Weird. Dang, dude. This guy. Never been, dude. How do you do that to your wife? You I don't do it to her. I just come home and there's food there. It's like a fairy put it there. Dude. <laughs> this guy. Look at him. Good job, What man. year is it wow. at your house? Whoa, wow. It's like 1970? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, this is rad. And then Art doesn't go to the store either because of yeah. germs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you and Art are just like, well, at least Art does the work. You I think I went to Safeway not too long ago, but Maybe that's why you're. This is the first time I've been to Whole Foods for sure. In the last like, I'm like three probably. Years. I mean, I definitely don't shop for the house all the time, but you know, once a month, I'm going to the store and doing like today. I went to Trader Joe's and bought eighty dollars worth of shit. What eighty whole dollars? Would you get three which things? Is, which is like. Three bags of food. At we Trader do Trader Joe's. Joe's. TJ's is pretty good. We yeah, do you get tra- a lot of your Trader money. Joe's about once a month. Well, I spent a hundred bucks at Whole Foods, and I had things? like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you got like a watermelon juice. And by the way, I like when people are like fee? Whole Patriot. It's not Whole Patriot. It's not that expensive, <laughs> dude. Really I went bad. there. It was like so it's expensive. Really bad. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wheelie Dan says, "Which body style best represents each decade?" For example, sixties equals roadsters. I kind of like that question. Um, I would definitely say I think seventies is like seventies is big boats. Sedan. Oh, really? Oh, about? I mean, you can go either the way. Seventies no, was boats. like the fuel crisis. Was like well, late seventies. Yeah, but 70s. I, I I think of like big old huge boats like yeah. Lincoln's. They're making these giant yeah, tanks. Sure. Yeah. And Wait. I think fifties is coupes, like big coupes. Oh, like Caddies, like, like, Lincoln, and, and even uh, fifty-seven Chevys yep. and yeah, that big kind coupe. of thing. Sixties. Yeah, I, I like sixties roadsters. Roadsters good. Sure. 
I think 80s is, um, I think sports coupe is pretty good in the 80s. When you think like 944, 300ZX, RX-7s, Testarossa's, Mitsubishi, uh, um, whatever they're called. Um, Yeah. A lot of cool Ferrari 308s. Like it's all these like sports coupes and stuff. Yep. 90s, I want to say sports sedan. Yeah. Or sedans in general, but like sports. M5, M3, E30, M, or E36 M3s, mm-hmm. um, M, yeah, M5, E39. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then 2000s. Truck? Is it yeah. the dawn of the That'd be pretty good, like SUV. SUV. It's SUV. the, the Excurs- excursions and escalators. But, but smaller stuff, too, like yeah, Ford yeah. Explorers, Jeep yep. Grand Cherokees. Lexus. Yeah, Lexus RX. Yeah. Um, and then what's 2010s? Kind of nothing. Supercars. Hypercar BS or just the most boring Prius. It's like straight Prius. Prius. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I think yeah. we did pretty good. Yeah. Prius. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um and I and I'm gonna claim actually no, the two thousand tens is the model S. I'll claim oh, that. God, get out of here. Stop, oh, dude. It came for, out in twelve or something. For one state, maybe. Yeah, it came out in twelve 13, and it's like 12, not, it wasn't 12, that popular. And it's and not Most not anywhere. important car the last hundred years. Stop. Keep going. You stop, dude. God. Holy cow. Get out of here. All right. Um, Big Fat Flip says, not quite in the DWA wheelhouse, but what's the best driving midsize seven-seater SUV currently on the market for fifty to sixty thousand dollars? I guess under sixty would be the way to look at it. He hit me up earlier. Um, because the answer is tell your ad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Does it uh, drive pretty well? I've yeah, driven it drives one. great. I'm sure it's fine. They're all it fine. actually handles pretty well. It's funny. He's I going agree. for the CX-9, which I would have recommended because I just drove a CX-9 for the weekend, and uh, it's a good, well Yeah, CX-9 is nice. He has a CX-9. That's what he's, I know, but yeah. saying they want to they get rid of it. So He wants something a little bigger. Yeah. I think Telluride's a good good choice. It I actually like drives pretty well. Like There's no re- there's nothing really wrong with the Telluride. No, it's no, just it's a good. really good all-around vehicle. Has crazy amount of features for what it is, and it's right in that wheelhouse. Like um, it. You also have like Honda Pilots. You have like some other stuff right there, but but they're all kind of like behind. Although Honda Pilot, a new one's coming out. Yeah, um, Telluride's a good choice. Yeah. Forrest Kugelworks says, when asked what other mark could pull off a lift style show, how come no one said Datsun? You're crazy, Forrest. It's got a healthy enthusiast community and an electric. Oh, I'm sorry, eclectic mix of cars. Modified Z cars, roadsters to wagons to mini trucks, and a hard cutoff at 1986 Ferrari. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, I like that I, he I hates on the that. Ferrari answer. But dude, it okay. has to be a car that's but still there, in production. The problem is that, like, no, it doesn't. I think it does. No, it doesn't. The, the problem <laughs> has to be is that there aren't I do as many high quality Datsuns built. There's ever, like seven ever. great Zs out there. High quality and Datsun doesn't go together. Dude, no, but well, like, think about like the, the group. Like you have dude, Z We car- could put on a Luft quality show within 10 miles of this place. Of what? Porsches. Of just Porsches. Oh, Porsches, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. You couldn't put a Luft quality show. No, it would have to be a national like, Datsun. search. You'd have to bring like cars from all over the country. And world world whatever like you would have a better time finding old mercedes or old bmws or something i still like that. think you're like, discounting the fact that luft isn't just about the cars it is a brand 
that is still thriving, successful, and all. I of think the that's place. what yeah, the right. enthusiasm is built that's on people in new Porsches going that's, to look at old Porsches. That's what yes. I'm saying okay, is that fine. you're, you're right, trying to advertise I, to I Datsun people, you. and they're like, "Well, what's a Datsun? What no even is a Datsun?" <laughs> you yeah. yelled at me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry, Forrest. You're completely wrong. I hate to say it. You're out of your element, Forrest. <laughs> you're out of your element. I love you. Uh, John Rice says, "What car would you pick from the year of your birth, with only your age?" Times $10,000. Example, I turned 38 this year, so I could have a $38,000 car from 1984. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the bummer is, like, we were born in such a crappy year of cars. 1980 for me. You're 1961. What's 1979, your name? 1979. So I have a $42,000 1979 car. And I have a 40. I mean, there's I'm, I'm a Porsche guy, so there's some good Porsches in 1979. So yeah, um, $42,000, I'm a little shy of those Porsches, most of them. So I'll take a, but there is one good one. 914? 928. No, 914, I could buy a nice, a really nice 1979, 928 Euro Pasha seats. Yeah. I'll get like Gen just got like that killer yeah. metallic light metallic green. Nice green. Pasha seats. Um what yeah. year was the last year for the nine fourteen? Uh that was nineteen seventy six. Seventy six, okay. Ollie, what about you? What's your seventy five? Seventy five. So how old is he? So he's big bumper old. boy. So That's what we call him. Big bumper boy. That's right. I would do a seventy five two thousand two TII in a nice cool color. Okay. Super clean and stock. How square, much money does that square make? Square tails. Square tail lights. How much money is forty-seven thousand? That'll get you a really, really good clean square tail light two thousand two TII. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, a really would, good one. It would get you a really yeah. good one. That's like good. One that's like, oh wow, look how clean this thing is. And yeah. that is pre-smog, which is nice. And it's fun. You're the only one that here that's pre-smog. Uh, yeah. We're all having a smogger car. Miserable. We're like this guy over here. Yeah. Because I couldn't get a, a cool enough nine eleven. For forty-seven thousand, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. nine fourteen two liter would be kind of rad. That's good, yeah. But I think a two thousand two TII in mm-hmm. like a fun color, like one of those greens or one of those fun blues mm-hmm. or Inca orange, yep, with the mags, it would look really good. Nineteen eighty, forty-two thousand dollars. Could or I get an E nine? Yeah, could I get an Alpina E twelve for forty-two thousand yeah. dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good what call. I would look for. Maybe a turbo, uh, perfect E12 manual Euro. Yeah. Probably don't want a turbo, right? I would say a GTI, Euro GTI, but it wouldn't be that expensive. That would leave a lot of money on the table. You can buy a really, I'm sure you can spend it if you want to. 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I think by the time you got it here and got it all sorted, put a two liter motor in it, like all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put a Callaway turbo on it. Seller Car says, I know it's a played out question, but we are ever-evolving mammals with ever-changing interests and requirements. So let's hear your optimal five-car solution. I'm so sorry, Seller Cars. That might be a... We'll have to get to it later. Dude, we have to do one of the challenges again. I know. Because we talked about on the other... Like, I went and looked at our list. By the way, everyone, we talked about this a few episodes oh, you need to ago. Put it on Patreon. It's on our website still. Oh, like way back. Yeah. So we have in 2014, we did what would you buy um, for the price of this E30 M3 that sold on Bring a Trailer? It was 58 grand, I believe. 
what five cars would you buy instead of that? So we all came up with lists. It was five cars each that equaled 58 grand. And go look at how much prices have changed Dude, since 2014. I think it was in our first three blog posts on the DW website. And um, just a little, uh, just to give you an idea, our friend Connor, who came up with the name Driving While Awesome, was on that show. He had every generation M5 and a BMW motorcycle. So everything up to an E60. So it was, you know, E28, E34, E39, E60 M5s, and a BMW motorcycle for All less black. than 58 grand. Yeah, hey, that's crazy. Black. Yep. I had a. I have. Well, hey, they go check find the, it on the website. website. Go check the website. Yep. Um, Ditto's dad said, with the upcoming Coastal Range, Coastal Range Rally revival in Paso again, can you divulge any exciting changes to this year's routes? Well, I can tell you that the first stretch we've never done on a rally before. Whoa. I can't tell you what it is, but it's never been done on a coastal range rally i'll find out listeners and i will not tell you (laughs) (laughs) um and we have some roads that we've done before but going the opposite direction which i think will be even better for these few roads um but you know it's always it's always about the camaraderie really any yellow carrera gt sightings oh maybe we'll see go to that place again Uh, probably go by there yeah yes that place is awesome and what a Mm -hmm. road for that car Road. God, yeah. darn it! Yeah, Gosh, good. dang it! The 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 little all the undulation. Road. Any uh, any cool cats and kittens coming on the party this time? That any notables? You. Yeah, you're really the main. You missed one. the last rally. <laughs> you missed the last. You're one. really the main one. I'll yeah. be there on this rally. Kind of the main guy. Are you gonna stay the whole time? Yes. What car are you bring? Uh, the plan is to bring the 2002. Okay, good. That's good. Good, good choice. Targa is the backup. Can you also not open that wrapper um, <laughs> right now? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this kid over here. Oh my god! Like a kid in a candy I shop. Know, yeah, you just, know. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Getting ready to hibernate, guys. <laughs> is that the plan? <laughs> Going to find a little thing under a tree. Uh, Ditto's dad says, "Bonus question: At what point does the novelty of Luft wear off?" And it just becomes Corvettes at Carlisle for people <laughs> who fetishize Leicas and own mid-century modern furniture. At Luft 8? I mean, you could say it's I'm already... I'm still going to the next one. Yeah, you could like, say it's already, it's already there, happened. but it'll never... It, it just will never be as bad as that that scene. It's that just the fact, that, the fact that the mentality that uh, the organizers have about just constantly rethinking what a car show should be is always going to keep it interesting yeah yeah i think uh they just have a good eye for venues and curation and that's going to bring out interested people and then there's an element of fomo for sure like yeah mm-hmm. i'm going to try to go too, even though i'm not a huge 911 you know you're vanning in, man. I appreciate that. I didn't even look at that many cars like close either. up or anything. It was either. more just like I was just hanging. I was like hanging out, dude. And at one point we're like standing there and we're in a group of fifteen people. Like that yeah. we all ran into each other and the group just grew. Yeah. And then we're like, Oh, let's go grab beer you know, inside. Be and then Brent Warren was in there and yeah. you know for, it was like for the next one, whoever gets a car in, just bring like a little hibachi and like just 
Mm. Like have like I did that. I used to do that at the 2002 yeah, show. I think that's a very Corvettes at Corla- Carlisle thing. Tailgating. I'll do it. I'll do it and make some like tacos, like meat sticks. Yeah. Just fill a cooler. Yeah. Right. Hey, you can't do that here. Oh, sorry. I, I can do it at my Corvette show though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question. Bad Rabbit Habit says, if one was to put a superbike motor into a car, what car would you do? One do. I I used to think about this as a project. If I had a lot of money and time, was making a replica 250 mm Vignale Spider, which is the looks kind of like a shrunken down Cobra, covered headlights, beautiful car, race car in the era with a V12 from Ferrari, but replace it with a the baddest Ducati engine you can. So it's still the Italian flair, mm-hmm. has a rad sound crazy rpms probably makes the same yeah horsepower. and it's low displacement small displacement which is what the ferraris were anyway yeah. and, and it probably has about the same amount of horsepower as that v12 did you know back in the day mm-hmm. um those cars are all like 10 million dollars now so you could get one that was pretty rad and racy and fun and have a good time um yeah i did a little bit of research into it it's like a lot more work than you'd think but uh, that was my answer Ducati in an, in an Italian bodied, you know, lightweight roadster. You'd have a starter motor to back up. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, I always, I just go to like the smallest car, which is like an old Mini Cooper or something, but it's not a very um, good answer. No, there's Sorry. like a, there's some kind of a hack or something where you can do the BMW 1200cc four cylinder in a Mini Cooper. Oh, that'd be cool. The cylinder head, uh, the 16 valve cylinder head off of the k1200 or something like that with some mach- like a little bit of minor machine work fits on the mini block and yeah. the k1200 probably actually has some torque oh yeah yeah it's like a good motor that's cool that good really engine cool. too i think mini with a motorcycle motor is a good one mm-hmm. yeah that's a good answer. the problem is that motorcycle engines are so high strung and the power band is super narrow especially when you're adding weight you I feel know. the power band so much more. Yeah. And then dealing with easy. reverse. And clutching. And like, it's like they have nothing, so you kind of have to rev them. And no flywheel. I think, yeah, and you kind of have to, like, slip, yeah. basically. I've yeah. driven motorcycle-powered car I think on it's, the road it, before. It, it's, it sounds a lot cooler than it actually is, and that's why not that many people do it. Yeah. Or at least that's my thinking. There is that yeah. Hayabusa-powered smart car. You guys hear Steven... It's like done oh. a long, long time ago. You put a yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayabusa motor in the passenger seat yep. of a smart car. Well, what's that that Nissan Leaf powered by? It's still Hayabusa? a hybrid, so it still has the electric powertrain, then it has a Hayabusa engine yeah. in the back of it. Yeah. I mean it's they made it to a hybrid instead of just electric, but yeah. Just so weird. <laughs> so much work. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's rad. It, it's super cool and it's been to morning motors. Um mm-hmm. very cool. So yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Trivia time? Um. Yeah. I. I think. Uh, Wait. You're going to SEMA. I'm. We have going Morning to Motors SEMA. coming up, but this will be out after yeah. that. Morning Motors already happened. It was awesome. Thanks for coming out. Atlanta Radwood, November 12th. Mm-hmm. SoCal Radwood, November 19th. Sorry, oh. I was only able to bring the Targa to Morning Motors. Oh man, what Sorry. a punk! I did go What's to. Um. I went on a drive this last weekend. Kind oh, that's of. Right. Oh yeah. Or I signed up for this rally, Geno rally. Probably saying it wrong. Um, anyways, it's, it's a, you know, it's more of a morning drive thing. 
So we met up at Fogarty Winery. Um, met there? Did you get met this invitation? There? Or I, I kind of oh. did, but yeah. I mean, invitation. I I signed up for it and spent money to do nice, it. Uh, I didn't know about this. Really. I, did, I actually told you about it, and you said, <laughs> no, I'm going to Sacramento and my family. I'm busy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> why do you sound like Cartman, dude? That was sweet. <laughs> no, dude, I'm going to take a memory of I remember you saying that now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went up with my brother Travis in my car. It was freezing cold. Did you have a jacket? I did have a jacket. I had this yeah. very jacket, and it was raining yeah, up it was, there. It was essentially. Misty. It was, it was like it felt like rain. It was wet roads. Very like, misty. Super I, wet. Yeah. Felt like rain. Yep. It was that wet. Yep. Uh, and I decided to not even go on the drive. <laughs> what was the drive route? Well, I mean, just in general, it was, was kind of like, like go to the coast. It was a, essentially, yeah, yeah and then yeah. go up like eighty or go up uh, ninety two, and then cut back on 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 Skyline. You know, do that whole thing. It's basically like my. Old, you went to Kennepa instead. It's literally like because in a lot of ways, it's like it was every road I commuted to to yeah, work yeah. for 10 years on. It yeah. was all my routes I would commute on, not yeah. like the roads I take for like the most fun, which is like cutting off of those ones, yeah. um, which they're good roads. They're awesome roads, yeah. but it's like, it was really wet too. And it's a crew I'm not familiar with. You know, it's one of those, yeah. it was just like, I got like- You just weren't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling Any it, Any notable You trusted cars? your gut and I support that. Yeah, really? Oh, that was the other thing. So there's cool cars. The organizer has a 914 with a- like 2.8 liter six on six in it, which is rad. And then there was a nice alpha boat tail, little, you know, um, killer alpha duetto. There was, um, a, a little, um, yeah. Cortina, a Mark two Cortina. That was cool. 60, uh, early sixties Falcon, uh, sprint two door hardtop, like done up full rally style, oh, right. like a 60, the 62 or something like that. that. The one round ones. Before? Never seen it before. There was um, there was a uh, first gen Viper. There was a GTI that I posted, black GTI with like old decals kind of showing through, and it had tons of patina. There's a Ferrari three thirty, really nice, like gray. Uh, There was some modern stuff like GT threes and you know nine nine six GT three, some stuff like that. Our friend Kellen was on it um in his uh 997 there was a bmw m1 saw that Uh, it was really nice white and white it's for sale so that was part of what you've always wanted m1 i do i was looking at favorite car of all time it's one of my favorites it's for sale did you hear that they don't sound like anything um, I mean, yeah, but you so can, I was looking at the them. car. You can make them sound so good. Yeah, yeah. You put the pro car header on it and the exhaust. Yes, so so good. So part I was kind of like wishy washy if I really wanted to go on the drive or not, and I kind of just wouldn't feel like driving anyways. But uh, I looked at that car. And I'm like, oh, look at those tires. They look really bad, like really hard and shiny. And we looked, and they were like 08. I think they were 08, but I think we actually like read it wrong because I talked to the guy later. I'm like, yeah, your tires look a little sketchy. He's all, why? Because they're old. I'm like, yeah. And I go, yeah, I think we looked and they were like 08. He's all, I think they're actually 98 because that was the year I bought the car and I put tires on it. I'm like, oh, oh my God, dude. dude. Well, How just, much is he selling it for? Uh, Three. What color is it? White. White. So 385 or something. 
Oh, it's a good price. Canepa was interested. It's a good price. So after so we went to Canepa, and I guess Canepa was talking to him about buying it. It's a good price. Um, He'll buy it. Yeah. So Great and Cane- it was cool to be at Canepa. White's rad too. Very. Or at Canepa. Or but I've Canepa. always I've always had a soft spot for henna rot. I mean, sure. henna rot's amazing. I would pay. I would pay a lot. And how rare is that though? Rad. It's not super duper rare. Mm. I also like the the midnight blue. Exactly, dude. So yeah, good. so good. Um, what but color was uh that was climbers? Midnight, midnight ben climbers is midnight blue, and then my friend um up in Seattle has a midnight blue one. So I actually I, I don't do, know about the blue, dude. I would, I would rather henna have rot. a. I like henna rot. Yeah. I like white better. Than I like blue. henna rot with the black trim accents, like all the little black rubber around the car. Those yeah, so rad. That's yeah. kind of why I like the the white better than like the dark. Yeah, the blue. white looks good. Um. Oh, there was also a 51 Nash wagon, and it was the straight up only the body over a 2008 Mini Cooper S chassis. Whoa. So wow. like everything. I saw that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, we went to Canepa, and it was cool not being at Canepa for three years because a lot of the stuff was new. Sure. Yeah. Um, See how many 959s they had in 15. build? Yeah, dude. That's it. Business Crazy. is good. Business is good. It's my buddy Tyler, and he's like, he's that's the guy that's I'm trying to get build finish the harness and stuff for my 2002, the Motec setup in my 2002. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm so freaking busy building cars. 15 959s, like 15 959s, and then there was um, uh, I'm trying to think of the standouts there. There was a uh, this. It's weird that it's a standout, but it was an 83 911 convertible. Red. I took a picture of it, posted it on my Instagram. Why was it so interesting? It was just so perfect, dude. It was guards red, and guards red that year was even a little oranger or something. Like guards red's changed yeah. throughout the years. Um, it was a full restoration by Will Hoyt. Oh, John Will Hoyt, which is like kind of crazy on that car because what it's like, you they know, let's those. say the yeah. best of it's a eighty thousand dollar car. Way more than what the car's worth. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's a it's one of the first six press cars because oh, that's when the convertible came out was yeah, that year yeah. so but who cares press yeah. car is that a big deal yeah. i don't know but um it was the craziest thing so it was red over white pearl leather sports seats oh, i don't even know that white crazy. pearl they're pearlescent dude that's crazy they're like shiny leather yes so crazy like the dye is pearl dude it? it's almost like a 50s like cadillac Whoa. would be or something that doesn't sound good it's crazy. crazy was it good it looked pretty rad on this car. I mean, the car was perfect, right? Yeah, and it was, yeah. it was even like, and it wasn't full OEM. Because, I mean, it was like, how would he have like restored that? You know what I mean? Or, or were dude, the seats restored? Uh, yeah, I do. The, I mean, or, or I mean, like the car definitely had, had low miles, but yeah. I don't see because that'd yeah. be so hard to. They look perfect though. Yeah, that's crazy. and it feels like white seats. You drive them for two thousand yeah. miles and they get kind of tattered. Right? Those old Wranglers back in the eighties, yeah, dude. Those, yeah. Wrangle, so wrangle. the car sat really well, and it was just really cool. And then they had, um, I don't know, there was a bunch of cool stuff. It was. It Did was you neat. see this car, this seventy three RS, in like a um, mm-hmm. Oslo blue or something mm-hmm. like that? Or no, oh, yeah, yeah. What? It's like a dark blue. Actually, wait, let me see that car. Uh, that might have been in the back. Yeah, there There's was always a, oh, like so many cool things. Seinfeld's nine thirty four and a half was there. The mm. the orange one, which is like, and it was next to that blue one, made me dislike that blue one even more. <laughs> um, there was just a lot of cool stuff. The crazy thing is that van is still there, the VW bus yeah. up in the corner. 
I'm sure it's been been there since I was in junior high. I haven't even touched it. The 9 11 one? Yeah. 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 That thing is. That's just one of those like. So cool. I'm never selling it. It's been there for 35 years, dude. Yeah. Any time. Yeah. Crazy. Big project. He sold that roadster that he or that hot rod that he had with the 9 11 motor. Remember that he built like. Oh, the red one. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's super cool. Or something. Yeah, with, uh, with the big fair, flared fenders, like nine thirty four and a half fenders, basically. No, thirty two Ford Coupe. Oh, with a nine nine twenty eight engine V eight and the yeah. valve cover sticking out of the yeah, side it was of the red. thing. It said Porsche. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the good thing is he finally got rid of that stupid uh, SS Land speed SS, record. Yeah, that thing. Uh, what was it? It's SSR. No, it's a um, HHR. HHR. Yeah. Finally got rid of that eyesore that was always there in the back when you walked in. Uh, no, I wonder what he did with uh, it. Like it's the most unusable, silly yeah. thing. Hate that thing. <laughs> what else did you guys? Oh, the nine oh nine oh eight's there. Your favorite? Nine ten. It's a nine oh eight. Oh, is it? Yeah, it a the white one. The other one was a nine ten, I think. Uh, okay. Oh, I, mean, I know what you're talking. I about. don't know much about cars, dude. That thing's so rad. Yeah, super cool. White. Oh, it's like matte white. You definitely could be right, but I uh, thought for blue. whatever reason I read that it was a nine ten. It's not. Um, yeah, it's a really, 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 really nice car. Yeah, that's amazing. It's cool. Sweet. So, yeah. anyways, that's a, that's a good event. And then we had an F one viewing party here at Beeline uh-huh. uh, for the. Although it wasn't supposed to be a full viewing party, but it just kind of turned into one. So Dito's dad, sorry we didn't extend an invite. Yeah, you, you were there in spirit. We talked about you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't know how the word got out, but I didn't. I don't know. But we're going to – and we had one at Morning Motors, too, after Morning Motors. Oh. So that was fun. That's right. Well, we didn't have one yet, but – and in walks Nick hey, of Beeline. Nick is here. He's got some 3D – Burning the midnight oil. 3D goggles on. Nice, wow. dude. Oh, He's here goggles. to see the future. All right. Well, any other updates, Ali? Anything you want to add? Uh – no, not really. I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> oh my God! Next time, coffee for you too. No, I'm. I'm actually, honestly, I'm pretty excited about potentially hosting like a a fun pop up car show during Car Week next next year. I just don't um, say this stuff unless you're really gonna follow um, through. That's why I'm saying it to kind of force myself to follow through. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm happy to um, happy to hear you say that. Yeah. Well, well, we have enough plaques left over to hand them out to the first Carmel Trophy attendees. Oh, nice. Wait, Cars. I, I have, want one. I, I have about one. 20 or 15. Oh, he never even offered it. I gave you guys one. There's one right there. You guys. I'm not you guys. You guys. I, gave you guys. I definitely gave you one. I know. I, I gave put it on you my guys car. one for the studio. Didn't I make? definitely gave you one. Didn't you make them? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but you didn't make them. I you designed it. Made it. Yeah, I got yeah, them made. Yeah. Okay, okay. Take it easy. Take it easy. Anyways, we'll get different plaques that are not like the camel trophy looking. We'll we'll design a new plaque for this year. Oh, I think it needs to be camel trophy. Okay, that's then it'll why be it's camel red. Trophy. I'm not okay, sure I understand. Okay, yeah, fine. yeah, that's kind of the coolest okay. thing about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Trivia time? Trivia time. Trivia time. One question. How much did the new owner of the Mitsubishi Mighty Max spend at... The mechanics. Wait, this is the guy who bought it off the guy that bought it from you? Just saying the person that I gave it to, oh, okay. $500, how much did they put into it? Well, you know, like, it's... I'm just asking you a question, Lane. Mm, you know a new uh, Lane. $1,300. <sighs> Thank you, Ali. That's, a, that's an answer. 
I'm going to say zero because he probably gave it to the mechanic um, after the mechanic said it needed a million dollars worth of work. It's very close. <laughs> <laughs> That's very close. And I'm guessing the guy who has it now is the mechanic. No. Oh, okay. Lane tried to ruin the trivia, but I tried to stop him. Zero is the right answer. He got a an estimate for $1,000 to yeah. make it. He said after that it'd be great, <laughs> huh. which I can't. That can't be true. But thousand bucks. He said no, thank you, and he gave it to his nephew, who I think lives in Modesto. Okay, nephew is a follower of DWA. Yeah, he's like posting about it all. Saw, kind of, he's so stoked. He watched our he's video. So pumped on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. He found the sticker that Lane made the the uh, AOK mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. sticker in the back, and he. Somehow put two and two together, and he's no like, way. I can't believe I own the DWA <laughs> Mighty Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you're a listener or a viewer, but uh, congrats. Do and we know his name? or like, How did you even I find out? He has an Instagram has, account. He was posting about it. He tagged us on Instagram, so. and he was super pumped on it. That's all I know. Okay. But it's my my gardener, Roberto. You don't want to say who he is? or Well, I, it's okay. He, it, I think his account didn't have any other car stuff. It was like oh, okay. Oh, okay. literally just he got the truck, he stoked on it, and he was going to do some stuff to it. So it's kind of the perfect person that I wish that it could have gone to easily. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to put the effort to make that happen, but it found its way. Life finds a way. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. I'm telling you. Yep, but mini yep. truck edition. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, man. So it's it meant 100% to be. on board with this. I am too. So Life anyways, does find a way. we'll give you updates as things move on. Uh, right now, I think he's just in the honeymoon phase. And Reality uh, has not set in yet. <laughs> By the way, $1,000 is a pretty small bill. Pretty small. Yeah. Pretty small because I knew that. It needed to be fixed like forever. Tires and suspension and yeah, yeah. brakes. Was he yeah. going to do all of that for 1000 bucks? <laughs> Probably. That's pretty good. I mean, it's a Mighty Max. Was he going to fix like that whatever that smog thing that you had a problem with? No, well, see, that's what I'm saying. That I'm surprised that he even got that far, you know, to think that he could fix that for a thousand dollars. But hey, they're yeah. they're moving along. It's a little bit of who's he, what's it, and a little, a little slip slop in here. Yeah, a and, zip yeah. zip and a zap zap. Yeah, you see, that's it. Smog's right. taken care of. That's it. That's all I got. It's awesome. Okay. All right, dudes. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye bye.